0: Joe presents Liquid Football, sponsored by Paddy Power.
1: Hello, welcome to Liquid Football on Joe, together with Paddy Power. It's the show that takes you inside the dressing room and puts you in the boots of the players. Alongside me today, former Chelsea Reading, and Fulham midfielder Steve Sidwell. And with us for a change this week, former Chelsea West Ham, Man City defender Wayne Bridge. How was your weekend? First of all, did you watch the cricket? Oh,
2: yes. <laughs> yeah. How good was that? Brilliant. Unbelievable. Superb. I mean, I was watching the football at the start, and then obviously you could see it getting a bit more interesting. More interesting. You now this is getting the football got swept aside, and the cricket was on Ben Stokes. Wow. But that's uh, the thing.
1: I don't think anybody watched it at the beginning because no. you lose a couple of early wickets. Mm. You think, oh, it's fine. Well, it's not going to happen. Yeah, well, I and don't then... really
0: watch cricket, but now I know I've got to start watching it. Yeah. I was just with the kids having a beer and a, and a barbecue. But now what's gone on with the cricket recently, I've got to start watching it.
1: Yeah, you've got to make sure you're tuned in, even if it looks like everything's <laughs> yeah. lost. Have you ever seen a sort of footballing performance that's as dominant as Ben's so he wasn't the only one who had a, who had a good innings but his was just yeah. ridiculous wasn't his it his
2: partner Leach uh, put in a good performance yeah as well exactly <laughs> Jack Leach
1: three glasses for life <laughs>
2: uh, I mean yeah in terms of football wow um, I've been, on, I've been on the end of a, of a few uh, spankings I remember Luis Suarez uh, Liverpool versus Fulham when I was there uh, uh, Maxi Rodriguez actually scored a hat trick in that game, but Suarez stole the show. And uh, and the same actually happened as well when I was at Fulham for Chelsea against Chelsea. Hazard was absolutely sensational, and in that game as well, Schürrle scored a hat trick, and all, everyone was just raving about Hazard. So yeah. um, single handedly, I think he got to the byline. One of them done the old like, the Rabona cross to the far stick for one of the goals as well. So at yeah. that
1: stage, are you thinking? You just
2: want the whistle. You want to get <laughs> yeah. next,
0: next week's game.
2: Yeah, or try, or try and get close, in, close enough to kick him, but even then it was just impossible. <laughs>
0: that- I've, I've probably seen a few um, being at Chelsea with, you know, Lampard, Drogba. I remember when Robin first came on the scene, it was just like Maradona just going past four or five players, just sticking it in the back of the net. But one that really sticks out for me was probably Bullaroos. Don't know if you weren't there when. No, were you? no um, i come after. I took his number nine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I took his number he, nine um,
0: shirt. <laughs> he marched Ronaldinho out of the game, and uh, he was absolutely unbelievable. Manager was bigging him up so much, but then I do remember a few games later. I remember now it was against Tottenham, and he come off the bench, and Robbie Keane turned him inside out a few times, and the manager dragged him. I back remember off. seeing that. Mourinho could be ruthless like that. Yeah. But when he was against Rodier that game, he was unbelievable. Um, But also for me, being a Southampton fan, Matt Letizia, 1998, England B-team, scored a hat-trick, hit the crossbar, played unbelievable, still never made the England squad, just couldn't believe it.
1: Mind you, that might be the case with Ben Stokes. If England don't go on to win win the Ashes, then it could be that it was all for nothing in the end. But they have had that fantastic day. But like you said, Jack Leach, with with his one run, his very significant one run, you know, those kind of unsung performances are sometimes the ones that once the dust is settled, they're the ones that are almost a little bit even more enjoyable. You're yeah. impressed by the, the sort of glamour and the and the excitement of the of the star, but at the same time, there's always a soft spot for the, yeah, the guy who's been there, keeping it steady. Yeah, well, I think there was, a, there, there was
2: a picture, wasn't there? After when he, he took him out back they onto the, on the wicket, pitch, yeah. yeah, and, and, last night. Sort of, and yeah. showed him exactly how he <laughs> did it, a sort of a little run through. Which you know, for all the players as well were to go out there and sit down, and obviously there was some of them in their flip flops and that, and just chilling out. Brilliant,
0: but that's that's team spirit as well yeah. you get a lot of that he just must be loving life at the moment
2: yeah
1: where he was,
0: he was just um cleaning his glasses after every bowl or something yeah. I, I read yeah
1: just getting ready just setting himself up and cleaning up. his glasses the room. best <laughs> one
0: was when ben stokes couldn't even watch it i'm not even gonna run
1: i'm just gonna watch and just hope that he just gets his or he's wide. <laughs> <laughs> he was just completely distracted and in his own yeah. his own kind of his own zone but that that sort of moment that they had together when they all go out onto the pitch and they're messing about. And part mm. of it was Jack Leach sort of showing them how he set up to score that yeah. one significant run. That, those moments after big games, when you've had a really great performance, when you've had a really great win. How important is it that everybody's sort of together to spend that that time with each other?
0: I think it's really important team spirit. You know, the, the foreign lads that come in to the team, you know, you want them to feel at home. And I think I noticed it a lot at Chelsea. We had a lot of foreigners that come in and whenever we had a good result, we'd all go out together if we had a chance to go out, that is. Um, and cup finals, you know, everyone was together. It was not people going in different directions. We'd all go and have a night out together and stuff like that. So Isn't for it the me, case it is often important.
1: though, at the end of especially if it's if it's a cup final at the end of the season, maybe not the, the League Cup but but maybe the FA Cup final or winning a league title or that. The end of the season you go out and Everybody's having a great time, and the players are all exhausted. <laughs> they're the ones who are kind of... They're the, you, nah, they're the ones you sort of find see a sleep with, yeah, yeah. They find <laughs> a second <laughs> week, believe me. You're but on that, a high if you've that, got a medal. That starts,
2: <laughs> literally, straight after the game. The, the manager will come in, do his, um, his post-match uh, talk, and as soon as he steps outside that door, the music's on, the stereo's loud, and everyone's just talking, buzzing. we are doing tonight? We're going out, blah, blah, talking about the game. But not really taking it in it's, yeah. like it's only sort of on that Sunday or the Monday a few days after we actually realized probably how well that you actually all played as a, as a team or as a unit or individually but but as soon as that manager just stepped outside that door <laughs> that's it someone's like right
0: ramp it up it's going yeah. I remember one game and I'm going to mention it because I scored and I don't score many <laughs> it was against um Arsenal in the Champions League quarterfinals oh Highbury oh, I remember that it, right? it was unbelievable for me especially I don't score many um I remember in the changing rafters, the atmosphere was unbelievable. Roman Abramovich come in, everyone was jumping up and down. And I just remember aging Moody to want double bonus. And <laughs> Roman just nodded his head, goes, there you go, lads. But, um, that was, that was a great time. Double bubble bonus. Big yeah. For <laughs> so
1: big.
0: <laughs> Our bonuses were big enough, believe if we didn't leave. Did it. Did he do it? He did do it, yeah, he did. Remember that of as well. Yeah. Remember that. I paid to I one. Just close my eyes and it's it yeah. that was solid. Slotted in the corner. Yeah.
1: So when when you go and if there's if there's been one of those big individual performances, you go back into the dressing room. Is it is it all is all the focus on that player, or do you kind of leave them to their own a bit, or they, is everybody over there? And
0: yeah. it depends. on It is. is. I think the focus that night was a little bit on me. Yeah. I um, don't know if I should say this story to be honest but we actually went out that night and I went from hero to zero in a space of about two hours we were getting a lot of shots and I ended up just falling asleep after about two hours and carried home um,
2: not the first but, time no in, no I've not done, the first I've done time hours, that. No, no. <laughs> I was exhausted
0: like you say you're exhausted you're drained yeah. dehydrated <clears throat> Um, it's like so, a first yeah. night of
1: the holiday kind of feeling, isn't it? You go out and you get really excited yeah. early on and get giddy, and then you're like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to last here." Yeah. Yeah.
0: I did make it to training, though. So it depends. Yeah. It depends on the player
2: though, as well, or the personality of the player. I remember obviously the, the season that we got promoted with Brighton to the Premier League. Anthony Knockhart was on absolute flames that season. But, and it was basically all around him. You know, when the music was up, he was up on the beds in the mid, uh, the, the the massage beds, dancing, screaming, shouting. Whereas others are a bit more placid when they've had a good game; they just take it in their stride. That Not was like an me, amazing yeah.
1: season for him, though, wasn't it? Because that his dad died in in the middle of the yeah, season. Yeah, do you know he? what?
2: It was one of them seasons where <clears throat> it was just it was just meant to happen from from the first game of the season to the end. Uh, there were turning points. Uh, I mean, we, we played uh, uh, Birmingham. Uh, Glenn Murray scored a winning goal uh, the day we had our Christmas due So obviously that was obviously a good weekend. But yeah, Anthony lost his dad during that um, during that season. You never see him play in the Premier League. Uh, and I think I scored that goal from the halfway line a couple of days after his dad passed away. Which obviously we c- credited obviously the goal to that. And, in, and, and talk about team spirit, we all flew out to uh, to what's well, they flew on the on the Eurostar to France for his dad's funeral. And he was touched by that, and just things like that all build up, and that camaraderie on on, on and off the
0: field, it, it 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 gets you what fifteen twenty points easily. Yeah, you do become like a family as well, but yeah. sometimes it's hard as well because you have that family. But then the next year, like so many people could leave, it just changes yeah. football. It changes so much.
1: In terms of the going back to the, the cricket again and, and getting together and watching things, would there be big sports events? That one, I think maybe. Would be less something that people would have planned to go and watch together because they kind of thought it had gone. But would there be big moments like boxing matches or cup finals or things like that that you would yeah. get together? Yeah,
2: boxing, boxing's big. Boxing, I mean, I've been to golf. a few
0: boxing with the yeah, lads. darts. A lot of lads go to the darts, especially at Christmas darts.
2: time as well. When i get, if they can get away with it in fancy dress as well, yeah. they'll uh, they'll do that. That's a massive one. You mean if Actually you look go. In the
1: crowd at darts? Actually, if there's in. somebody with like a, ha- a like mascot head on or something, yeah. it could yeah. be someone in disguise. Every chance
2: it could be uh, <laughs> it could be a player. Yeah, underneath that. And I've I've gone with the darts before in disguise. Um, in, in disguise. Did you? Yeah. What
1: did you go as? Yeah,
2: Where's Wally? <laughs> yeah. I had, a, I had a Where's Wally one. Um, and yeah. Did All anybody fine. spot you then? No, no, good. Nobody, we, fired, got, nobody no saw got Wally got I've, got, Wally. Got, I've, got, I've yeah. got to cover the hair up. That's the thing with me. <laughs> I just, I'm just like a flashing beacon as soon as I walk through a door. I was like, that's Steve Sidwell or Ben
0: Watson. <laughs> did, <laughs> did anyone get spotted?
2: No. Nah, there, there, there was only about sort of half a dozen of oh, us. Okay. Um,
0: but yeah, I'd say definitely boxing's massive. A lot of footballers love the boxing, don't yeah. they? Yeah, I've been to the boxing. I've never really been into the the cricket or golf, um, but boxing I've definitely been to. But all the lads are massive on golf. Yeah. They love watching it. There's always a sweepstake or a bet going on between the lads with the golf. Yeah.
1: yeah. A big day for Ben Stokes. And Paddy Power offering a special price of 12-1 to 1 for Ben Stokes to go on and be top scorer in the first innings and for England to win. The fourth test. Who knows how that one's going to turn out? We know to expect the unexpected as far as that concerns. Um, Chris Wilder gave an interview mm. this weekend where he was effectively he was asked about you know the, the crowd's reaction and applauding his players off for effort. And he said that's the bare. He was very unimpressed. He said that's yeah. the bare minimum. They didn't do anything else. I asked them to more or less. Yeah. I, I want them to go out and put effort, and don't applaud them. If anything, they should have, they should be booing them. What do you think? Yeah, that,
2: well, I, I can see his point, and I agree with it. I mean, it's a, it's a standard given right that you should, you go out there and you just a hundred percent commitment. We all go out, obviously wanting to play well. Obviously, you don't play well every game, some obviously passes could go astray. You don't score, don't shoot, whatever, but. Your work rate is a given. Um, and I think a lot of people, a lot of players get tarnished, don't they, you know, like of or players like that, that have got that sort of lazy...
1: Ozil's another one who but looks yeah, relaxed. Exactly. And, yeah, exactly. Like, that's yeah. just
2: their manner. That's just their approach into games. When they don't produce on the ball and their work rate isn't as well there off it, that's when it obviously becomes magnified.
0: It is, it is a given, I think. I think when I was at Southampton, we definitely got applauded a lot sometimes for the effort we put in, but we are always the underdogs. And I think if it would have been worse if they never put the effort in and didn't play well, you know they might have got booed off. But I, I understand where he's coming from. It's it, like you say, it's got to be a given that you get out and your work rates there. You know, you do get that player like Matt Letizia or you played at Southampton where he wasn't ever going to run up and down, but you knew what he was good at. He was good on the ball, skillful, and he used to win games on his own. So there, there are certain players that aren't going to give you that work ethic. He, he would have told them as well after the game.
1: Well, he, he, w- he told them in the interview. Yeah. He said it in the interview, Chris well, Wilder. He said, you didn't do what I asked you yeah, to do. I
2: think that was a PG version of, yeah. of probably what <laughs> he said in the yeah. changing room. Yeah. Yeah, they, they would have got the full, full hair-dry treatment.
1: But that seeing a manager criticising players publicly is so unusual. You very rarely get it. Normally, you have managers coming out, trying to find the positives, mm. trying to big their players up. So have you ever had a manager go out and... Publicly, have a go at, at players.
2: Uh, I think I think the now the modern day manager is all about massaging egos and and man management, and they've got to be very careful of how they do that as a collective and individuals. Um, so you don't see it ha- happen very often now. Whereas five ten years ago, I think it was it was routine. Yeah. If they didn't perform, I mean, I remember a, a Reading game when I was just coming through. When Reading bought me, I think I was only about 20 at the time, it was my first game actually, my debut against Leicester, we were 3-0 down at half-time, Alan Pardew come in and uh, in the dressing room there was like a little sort of doctor's trolley where all the strappings are and, and tape. He booted that. That went up the wall. Literally got it. He sort of booted it first. It went up the wall, it down. Then he got it, and then he threw it across the other side of the room. So straight away, that sets the tone. Then you like then you like did, that. Did you get from that that he was a bit annoyed? Well, that was, I'm thinking that I'm literally just coming to Reading from Arsenal, sort of Arsenal winger, sort of very calm, placid into sort of this trolley being thrown across the dressing room. I was like straight away, I was just like, oh my god, what is this? But set the tone, and then I, I, I can't remember the score. We didn't we didn't come back and win, but we won the next game. We, we had Burnley away and we put in a
0: top-class performance one away from home, but parts was, he could lose it. Yeah. He could lose it. But
1: that was, that was behind closed doors, but yeah. publicly?
0: No, I don't think publicly. It's not even Mourinho, I've seen him like batter people in the dressing room. I just think when you're in the dressing room, you take it on the chin and you get on with it and I don't, he would. He was always there for the players. I think he'd always stick up for you in the press unless you really done something to annoy him or, or anything like that, upset him. Um, I think in the changing room, Gordon Strachan, he was a fiery character. He used to kick stuff, throw stuff all the time. But again, in publicly, I don't think he would ever do anything to anyone mm. or out anyone in public.
1: How, how do you think you'd react if, you, if you're if you sitting watching a manager and oh, suddenly I'd be
0: pissed going. right off if <laughs> it was in public, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know if I've played a bad game and if the manager has a go at me, I'll hold my hands up and, you know, there's no need to... I know if I've played bad and I'm probably... And that those are the gains which stick in my head more than anything. I yeah. think about the bad things I've done more than the good things. I think if it's done in
2: public, it it's more of a personal issue between the yeah. manager and the player. I think there, it would be yeah. an ongoing scenario where he's, he's not having him or he wants him out of out yeah. the team or at the club. I've um, had it with
0: Mancini. He said stuff about me um, publicly. So uh, you, you do get it. I just—I was out of favour at the time, and he'd say, "Oh, I'm not interested in playing football. I'm off playing golf and stuff." But. You know, that's not, I didn't even play golf till I finished, finished <laughs> football, so that was wrong. I used to meet the lads at the 19th hole, so I never, I never played I'm golf. Sorry, so. yeah, don't
1: try and argue with us that <laughs> <No>. playing, playing <laughs> golf is less of an issue than you going out and the yeah. yeah. We did have a <laughs> day yeah. off the <laughs> day. So. But it was like
0: I was playing golf every day. That was not happening, by the way. Um, he outed me if, in public and there was no need for it because I think you know me, I'll always get my head down and work on oh. I would never cause a problem for the manager or anything like that.
1: Yeah, that, that yeah. idea that There are point.
0: players, like Adebayo used to come in and just say, I'm injured, and walk out. Like, he just didn't care. The manager had had enough of him, didn't want him around. He was never playing, so he'd walk in and say, I'm injured, I'm going home. Like, they're the type of players so what, I think you have to treat in a certain way. I yeah. think I was always respectful and always kept my head down.
2: I've, I've not really been in clubs where... A team where that sort of happened. What? How did, how did you feel then as a player? With, with if your teammates coming and going in, and, like you know he's fit, and he's coming saying, "I'm oh, ankle sore, you know, that's me, done I'm going to go home." Like, it's, compared it's, to you, your work ethic, your yeah, work rate, your win, think,
0: your heads down. I think what annoyed me was he was going to do what he was going to do. That that's just the way Addy was. Yeah. Addy wanted out. The manager didn't want him. Um, but what annoyed me was, don't treat me like I'm because at the yeah. end of the day I kept my nut down if you wanted me to train with the kids I'd train with the kids I never kicked up a fuss I just kept my head down and you know there are players that do keep up a fuss I think you you know I I think really he didn't treat me the respect I deserved
1: but you weren't you weren't annoyed with a you know a teammate just sort of going yeah I don't fancy it today I'm i think bit sore I'm off I think to the can, 19th hole but <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: I think you, you can try and talk to Eddie, and people do try and talk to him, but he was he was a strong character. But also, I think it's more, if there's, for me, I notice it, I would have a go at a player if it's, you're on the pitch, and they're not putting the effort in. Mm. If someone's going to do that off the pitch, I'm a bit like, you. Might, I would just wash my hands of them, and yeah. I'm done, unless they're Messi or Ronaldo or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. But I am pretty, just wash your hands of them, that, that's their attitude, so... I don't really like that attitude.
1: You're not giving me the impression that you'd have taken too kindly to that?
2: No, well, I mean, we've sort of cut from the same cloth, you know. I, I just go on Bridgie there. He's probably one of the best that I've worked with in terms of training, fitness, uh, getting his head down, even when he might be performing bad on the weekends and that. I'd be timed in training. I mean, when I was at Chelsea, I'd be coming in, have breakfast, go down to the gym, sort of half nine. He was on the bike. He was on, he was on a treadmill with obviously his phone or an iPad watching like, I don't know, whatever series it was yeah. at the time. And I'd walk over there and it'd be like an hour and 10 minutes into it and he's still going. This is before training.
0: And he just had that work ethic where... I think, yeah, I had to work on my fitness because so I was never as skillful as the other players. So I had to stay fit. <laughs> nah, but <laughs> no, but,
1: but what, yeah. what is the thinking behind it? If you, you know, obviously there's a, there's a, personal pride thing in there. But when you're training, like you said, putting in over an hour of extra fitness stuff in before training, what is it that, that drives I, you to do that? I think
0: that? I've all, I've been I've always kept myself fit from a young age and I think Gordon Strachan when he was at Southampton, our team was so fit, like we would all be running over thirteen K a game and some would be running up to fifteen. So I think I've probably carried it on from that. And sometimes even I used to go away of England, we used to train and I used to think, I haven't done anything. I thought I need I want to do more. I want to like work harder. So I think it's it's probably come from my days at Southampton where we worked extra hard. And obviously I guess at the bigger teams there's so much ability and I don't know if players are probably don't have to work like I work but I, I always thought I was a little bit fitter than most I thought I could get up and down yeah. more than most people so you know that was that was part of my game really so I probably done it because it was part of my game
1: I suppose you see with Gordon Strachan that it, it prolonged his career keeping really fit towards the end and he had a oh yeah he no? used to
0: dry, he used to join in all the time <laughs> <Yeah>. in training <laughs> yeah. but there's a couple of the lads I remember Chris Marsden he used to get the arm and he used to try and smash him all the time so there's a few rows between yeah. them two Are you still fit now Still fit now? Obviously. I try the to. I try he's doing to. Yeah. The
2: shows that he's done. I mean, he's the absolute machine. This man.
0: I, he, I miss it. I think I miss. I miss the day to day. When I retired, work. um I think I was ready to retire. Although it's due to injury, but I think after a year, I miss it. I miss the the routine and keeping fit. Yeah. And I, I mentioned fit.
2: on one of the earlier shows that I miss the the pain. You know, that sort of the you, know, you used to get home at like yeah. the weight game two o'clock in the morning. The stiffness. It's a weird. Yeah.
0: It's a I, kind I, of I do weird do thing to it. say. It. it it's mentally it's good for you I think and you know I hated ice baths but you know you'd work hard your legs would feel sore you'd jump in an ice bath it was horrible you'd feel so good afterwards mm. I, I miss it loads
1: do you miss playing I mean you're talking about the same when we had this, this conversation before you're talking about the bits that people would think would be the stuff you have to go through yeah. in order to get to play yeah so do you miss playing
0: I'm, I definitely miss playing and I think I'm still playing I, yeah. play, I play in a Vets team. We uh, were actually, we won the Surrey Cup. So oh, only,
1: sorry, just shoe on that end. <laughs>
2: yeah, we, we, we don't play in a league. We literally just play in a cup. And we won the Surrey Cup this year. And the funniest thing was, in our team, to be fair, it's quite a young Vets team. There was me, uh, Graham Stack was in there, Ben Chorley was in there, uh, Nicky Forster. And we got to the final and we played. Sean Davis was in this team, <laughs> uh, Kevin Watson, Barry Howes, Jamie Lawrence. So it was like basically like our next... Uh, Premier League yeah. sort of uh, talent on show, but we won one nil. But I love it. That still get the buzz. But it was so funny when you turn up to some of these games and you can hear the whispers. Oh, Steve, like this, they're standing there with a fag at their yeah. mouth. And like, I'm sure that Steve said <laughs> <laughs> or
1: Ben Watson. Yeah. <laughs> but that, do you, you still play a little bit? Don't um, you?
0: Not a lot. I, I play a little bit. I find it really frustrating because I can't do what I used to do. My knees, my knees, quite bad. So I'm all right in straight lines, but. <laughs> If I'm trying to defend and someone changes direction, I'm lost. You know, I've heard, I've heard where I've played in some charity games and people are like, Wayne Bridge isn't very good, <laughs> is it? And I'm a bit like, mate, my knee's really bad. Like, so I find it really frustrating because I want to do the stuff I used to do and I can't. I'd love to still be playing like you do with yeah. the vets, but I just couldn't do it. I can't walk for a week afterwards from from football you know running in a straight line is so different from yeah, playing football yeah it's, yeah it's so different
1: is it is it different as well when you play in a vets team playing with people who've played at premier league level and playing with people who oh, haven't yeah. played at that level like, is it is it oh, and is it an understanding different. thing rather than a physical
2: yeah you thing? know you know that you can't play certain passes because you're <laughs> <laughs> and every pass that you make you're thinking this is under his foot over his foot i'm going to bobble up his knee um but you just got to accept that,
0: you know, and, I, and it's fun. It's, it's it fun. is fun. But I've been in those games where you you accept it and get on with it, but yeah. when you start losing, if yeah. you go two, yeah. three <laughs> nil down, for me it becomes really frustrating. <laughs> and, I'm a, and I can't do it on my own. I've, I've been in with Joe Cole and he's played and he can do it on his own. Um, but I, I can find it quite frustrating when you go 3 0 down. They look at me and go, "Come on, go score a yeah. goal!" And I'm like, yeah. "I can't do it."
2: Anymore. <laughs> Them games that we've played in before in that in that cage in the 5 side where we just to give it to Joe, yeah. yeah, give it to Joe. Let him just go and do it. he's yeah. still he still got magic in his feet. Yeah, yes, he
1: have you ever have got retired. frustrated? Do you think when you when you've been? Have you ever? I know you say you have got. Have you ever balled anyone out? Who's no, there? and you're just I, I No, don't,
0: I don't think I'd do that. No, because they'd probably never, just slate must me must back. Have, to be yeah. honest, I'd be tempted hope. though. Have no. think, come on, no, no, no I've I I've
2: never, I, I never done that even in sort of during my career. Really, no. Dug people I, out. Yeah,
0: I, I, I never did. No. When you see players that do do it. I just think if you dug me out, i like I know I've had a bad game, mate. You don't need to tell me. I know I've made a mistake. I don't need telling. Yeah, I'm a bit like that. Yeah, I don't do I didn't. I didn't do it
2: then. And after, you just you sort of get more of a softer side, I suppose.
1: Um, Given that you both still play a little bit, (laughs) successfully, in the the, the Surrey Cup, as far as you're concerned, um, you are listening to Liquid Football on Joe, together with Paddy Power, Steve Sidwell and Wayne Bridge with me today. Steve, it's your favourite part of the show. And we thought, given, you know, you're both keeping your... Keeping your hand in is probably the wrong expression as far as this is concerned. But the Paddy Power Challenge, for the chance to win £250 plus a £250 bet. Um, what charity are you going to back this week? Your NSPCC? Are yes. you sticking with that one? Yeah, I'll
0: stick with that one this week, yep. I'm where... going for the Mind charity, okay. uh, Mental Health charity, my missus is an ambassador of, so gone going for that one.
1: Perfect, that makes sense. So we set the guys ahead as challenge.
0: This week's Paddy Power Challenge is a heading challenge. We're going to be getting members of the public to head it backwards and forwards with us. And
2: whoever gets the longest
0: rally wins. Let's go, geese. go. So, right? what's your name?
1: Anita. 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 Yeah. Are you any good? Man, yeah. uh, not really. I'm I love wise, it. Right? See, it's right.
0: easy. You just edit it up. Yeah. Here we go. One, one two. One, two. Uh, move your feet. Move your feet. Oh, i my bad. It's my bad. Fancy so, right, your heading challenge. Does anyone want to yeah, help Wayne Bridge with a heading challenge? Oh, I'm not that desperate. <laughs> <Anyone? laughs> i not that desperate, mate. Right?
2: <laughs> one, two, three, four. Oh, uh, good lucky. try. Good try. Thank you. Good sport. So Cheers. Awesome. Thank That's you so much. What's your name? Oscar. Oscar. we go. head heading challenge. Me and you. Pick your shopping down.
0: One. Two, three, three, four, five. Oh, unlucky, mate. Never mind. I'm lucky. Nice, well mate, done. Mate. Well chel- done. Chel- <laughs> chel- oh, yeah. I love chel- that, mate. Up the chest. <laughs> Boys, who's up for a heading challenge? Who's up? Is he decent? One, one two, two, three, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Drop it! 21, 28, 29. It's getting boring. Oh, no. 29. Mate, you've got to beat your mate, surely. Is he any good? Oh, yeah. 29's the record.
2: Let's go, Gies. 1, 2, 3, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26,
1: 27, 28, 29, 30, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40. Oh, no. Oh, no. All over. It's all over. It's getting nothing. Ridley
2: absolutely nailed that one. 50p had come good geese didn't it? Hey, that last hit it was decent. Yeah, what was a record. I
0: don't know.
1: <laughs> oh, you won. That's all that matters. Love that. Football's a winner. <laughs> So Wayne is the winner with forty-two. Well, twenty-one of them are yours, but forty-two headers yeah, yeah. between the pair of you. Can't believe
0: won be it. It's my worst I attribute. <laughs> in my head
2: in. I thought we, we 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 met some shockers out there, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. To um, be fair, all good, all what? good though. For,
0: for in game and confident for doing it. What about the girl who wouldn't move her feet? Oh, she just, <laughs> just she was just despair. expecting me to literally
2: land it on her head every time, and she just wanted to just do this every time. I need a bit more help. Yeah, it's uh, good fun. It was I good thought fun. I had it at the end, and then trick shot.
0: Yeah. Bridgie here turned up and uh, and and stole True. it off me. Couple of backward headers in there. Yeah. Unlike me that Well yeah, but well, you say <laughs> you
1: say you say a couple of headers, but only one of them was yours. Um if you are listening online then you can watch that at joe.co.uk or you can watch it on the YouTube channel as well and you can see how they got on. Um who are you gonna put your two hundred and fifty pound bet on? Well
0: I had a little discussion with Siddy and I was thinking Norwich, good odds. Thirteen to five. They've been playing well, scoring goals up against West Ham. So I'm going to go for them.
1: That's not a bad shout. Actually. I think it's a good shout. A yeah,
2: shot. I was I was impressed with them even on the weekend against yeah. Chelsea. I thought they played some really good football at times. But they're looking like they've uh, took to the Premier League like duck to water.
1: You might be the first person to actually be in able to gross. have a winning bet on this because nobody's managed yeah, we it yet. well so far. You and John have not done <laughs> no. well in this far off. Um from this weekend, David Louise gave away a penalty against Liverpool, pulling on Mo Salah's shirt. When we could talk about his comments about it being um, the force. I mean, the force wasn't really there and yeah. Mo Salah apparently said to, to Louise that he didn't even feel him tug on his shirt because yeah. it was so slight and that's why he didn't go down. We could talk about that. Or we could talk about the fact he said it was a reflex. Yeah. Is that a reflex?
0: I was I just literally couldn't oh. believe he had said it, to be honest. <laughs> I literally thought, what an idiot yeah. coming out with that comment. It's just his face after, like, the expression, like, what? It was blatant. Anything. It wasn't a reflex. No, of course not. I, course not. Is, it, is was, it a reflex
1: to go and pull on somebody's shirt for no. getting away from you? I don't no. think
0: you could blame anything on a reflex. And I was literally battering him. And then... I did go back to the cup final I played against Tottenham with Chelsea and we actually lost and I gave away a handball and if you watch it back it is so bad (laughs) but I was saying no it's ball to hand and I watched it so back, the ball was literally just sat there and my reflex so I just slapped it away like that (laughs) it was embarrassing to be honest and I think more would have been said about in that cup final but we managed to get it back to 1-1 and uh, they scored in extra time but I feel it. Mine was definitely reflex. That definitely wasn't a reflex. Yeah. <laughs> no way. You
1: make an excuse for yourself, but no, not, yeah, not for, not for him. No, in this no, sense. no, no.
0: That was that was just too. I think defen- that was sloppy defending, yeah. lazy defending. He's yeah. got him behind him too easy. Yeah, he
2: was sloppy in that game all round, yeah. wasn't he? But I think defenders they got a different sort of mindset, really, to, to attackers. I, I, I would, ex- you could say maybe from an attackers' point of view, yes, reflexes. But from defenders, their mindset is yeah. sort of solely on defending and the basics of defending and. Basically, he's let his run go. Lazy, he let his run and go. He tried to pull it yeah. back, and and a, a blatant one as well. And then with one the thing would do
0: is, though, is come out and I, gave it a, I wouldn't come out and say it was just a reflex. Yeah. I know it, it probably was, but you shouldn't be doing that. I shouldn't have done that. Um, and for him to come out and say that, I just think it's an embarrassment. Yeah, well, he's, m- he's,
2: he's sort of mugging himself off no, and yeah. Arsenal fans as well. there. Just come out and take it on the chin. Just say, look, uh, we've all made load of mistakes. Lo- I remember one at Aston Villa. It my, actual my home debut, at Aston Villa, against Middlesbrough. They went 1-0 up. I scored the equaliser. was having a great game. I think five minutes to go. I've literally, was it Tunkai, their, their, stri- their striker? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. literally, I was on the edge of my own box. I've literally just put him in. Went to play a back pass and just sort of flicked it with the outside of my foot to back to the keeper. He went on to it, stuck it in the back of the net.
1: But were you, when, when you do that, What's going? What's going through your head? You look at maybe even you could maybe make a comparison same with Adrian last week. Yeah, you you know you 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 kick the ball and you think do you just not see the player coming in? Is it just your mind's elsewhere?
2: What is it? it? Is my it it's one of them same sort of thing when oh, just you wish like, I could explain? Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. is weird. Like you, oh, well, you watch, oh, I could watch now. I can say I don't. I just don't know what I was doing. It like it was, it, it, it was as though I literally yeah. played for Middlesbrough, and I was like, "There you go, I mean, <laughs>
0: like, it was that John? bad." it's it like, I It's like it's simple ones, like the ball comes to you and it goes out of play for a throw in. Yeah, Do you know it, it does happen, and but the it's, big ones are you want the big the f- ones? The f- you want they're you horrible. Just just, just you just, just want to be swallowed yeah. up, especially if it leads to a goal and you lose a game, and you just want to get. You just want to get onto the next game and, and play well. Yeah. What is are you you're like, thinking? Is everyone t- talking mentally about mentally
1: peri- well? That's how long does that last? I, t-
0: I think it depends. It depends, then. I think it's how the manager is with you. Um, but again, you take it on a chin if he says it. And I think sometimes the lads will get round you and G you up a little bit. Around you. Just, around you. they around you, But when
2: they get home or someone else says, Oh, what about <laughs> that player? What was he thinking? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. He's, so he's, he's actually killed, killed us. He's
0: actually killed us. I'm just waiting for I'm just get training Monday, get into the next game and try and forget about it. Mm. He, sometimes it ain't easy. You no.
1: said that, that players go straight on Twitter after the games a lot yeah. and get on the team bus is that a case where you'd, you'd stay off <laughs> or would you be I on just to I check I never how got bad on Twitter
0: or anything like that, or, in, or social media while yeah, I was playing they, they still go they, I think but, but or what and
1: John was saying was everybody will tell you anyway yeah <laughs> you
0: know? I, it's, I just I try not to read anything to no. be honest Try not to read. I try not to look if I've had a six, a seven, or an eight. If I've played well, I might have a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I try not to look at t- at all. Because I think someone is always going to slate you no matter what. Yeah, of course. So
1: Um obviously the weeds making the move from, from Chelsea. They got their first three points yeah. under Frank Lampard. Their youngest team in twenty five years. Is that is that a positive thing?
0: There's there's a lot of pressure on them. A lot of pressure to take as a young kid, but sometimes I think it's easier as a young kid. Mm. I think you go in and you just take it in your stride. Yeah. So I, I think, yeah, I think sometimes they'd be it's nervous. would be nervous, nervous, anxious, but, but like, but positive once the whistle nerves. goes, he just play football. Yeah. we won't be thinking about anything.
1: I think. Yeah.
2: But, and also as well, in that, in I think in that sort of scenario that Chelsea are in, even with the senior pros, they know that they've got to get round them because they they can't get play, other players in. So they know that what they've got in that dressing room, they've got to deal with. Whereas when we was probably coming through. It was a different sort of story, really.
1: How did the the older players test them then to see if they can cope? How well, did they do it? I, I How did do they do it? Well, back in, in, the in day. your day, back in, back day. in the first <laughs> few years,
0: I think you you get tested a lot. I think yeah. when I turned senior players, I think everything changed a little bit because as a kid, we used well, I used to clean boots. Yeah. used to clean the showers, the yeah. toilets. We yeah. used to do everything. Yeah, you had to earn your stripes. I used yeah. to
1: clean boots, but you clean, but you clean the showers and we the used toilets. Used to clean as well. the
0: showers toilets everything yeah. doors they used to come along and wipe their finger across doors there was dust we'd be out running so it it kind of taught you a bit of work ethic and a bit of discipline but I think also I don't know if it's my character I think everyone I was, I was with was kind of respectful of yeah. the first team but you were around them as well I don't think they're around them as much anymore No,
2: you, you're like, I remember you kind well, of being at Arsenal you was
0: buzzing if, if one of the first team players spoke to you
2: it, 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 and that, that's not just at Arsenal, that's, that was any level. If you walked down the corridor, you wouldn't, you'd put your head down and if they spoke to you, you'd, you'd say hello to them and yeah. then you'd, you'd, you'd go back in the dressing room and you go, I just spoke to Dennis Barry. It's brilliant. Maybe I'd talk to and he'd be like, no way, what he say? <laughs> yeah.
1: um,
2: but some of them are brutal. Some yeah. The, some of the old I think, ones were I remember just like, Christmas
0: bonuses and stuff. Yeah. And you had to do something to get it, whether it be a dance yeah. or someone would just give you the money, but some people would make you do stuff. And I think when it was your birthday... Something would always happen to you as well. Um, but making I think tees. that's changed. You're making teas. You're making tea on, on the bus. bus, yeah. When I first started playing, um, if you had to you the go tees. from
2: one, well, Southampton to anywhere. Yeah. Was and it was a long one of them <laughs> as well.
0: They knew what they were doing. You'd, anyone want a tee? No. So you'd make one and then you'd finish and they'd go, oh, I'll have one actually. Yeah. And oh, you were just up and down yeah. constantly.
1: But I remember seeing on that. Subject: An interview with Thomas Tuchel, who talked about when he was working with, with youth and the kids, he said, I used to fight all the time. I wanted them on the same coaches or same types of coaches of the first team. I wanted them on perfect pitches. And he went, actually, I don't think I did them any favours by doing that. I think you need to learn to overcome hurdles mm. in order to in order to get better. If you never learn... Any, if you never learn yep. to overcome anything, it's it's no good to you. Well,
2: that's where the loan system comes in for me, which is uh, is it, I, it, it works brilliantly for me. I went from Arsenal out to Brentford. Where? What of, age was that? I was just turned eighteen. Was you nervous going to do that? Yeah, you yeah. could imagine, like, you I could imagine a League Two yeah. Brentford team then. I made my be- uh, debut against Barry at home. Uh, scared, nervous, worried about obviously what the sort of the, the, the older senior players were going to sort of be shouting at me. Um, but you just sort of get get used to it. And, grow and a I, bit grew, from I grew it, up yeah. so much, not just in terms of football terms, but even off the pitch. I mean, the best shower in that training ground was a, a hose <laughs> that came out of a, a, a lot of hot tap, and it went out. All the others were cold. It had to take you take your um, training kit home to wash, and it's just a massive level playing field. Just it, it takes you literally from there, coming from my personal point of view from Arsenal heated floors flip um, flops your training kits all laid out for you no problems to right you're one of us now and this is how we work this is how it goes on here you need to muck in
1: and you've, you're playing with players who need their bonuses in order to pay their mortgages they're reliant on the money yeah. it's not you know you're not talking about players who are on Premier League wages you're yeah. talking about players who are, are playing for their their livelihoods yeah. so the, the expectation and the pressure on you is yeah. is different then, isn't it?
0: Yeah, massively, yeah. I think that's what's great as a kid when well, when we started was we were on next to nothing. Mm. And I think there is something to work for. You want you want to get to that next step, and next step. I think some of the kids are on big contracts and they might think they've made it. I think it's great to be yeah. battling for your bonuses or the next step or, or something like that. I think you need that as a kid.
1: Where did you when you made your debut yeah. for Brentford a, yeah. against Bury, What and you talk about being worried about what the, the mm. senior pros might say to you? What was what was that like? How much do you remember of it? About you, first of all, you're in an alien environment anyway. You've been yeah. brought up in in one set of circumstances, and you're now playing in a very different set of circumstances. Yeah.
2: To be fair, I, I actually fitted in really well. My <laughs> my first game, my first game, uh, they played. I, I literally found out on the Friday. Um, yeah. Arsen Wenger pulled me in, said, "Look, we're going to send you out on loan. Steve Coppell, here's his number. He's the manager. He's going to give you a call. You're going to be involved tomorrow." So, got in the car. This was on the Friday. I spoke to Steve Coppell, and he said, "Look, you're not going to be playing tomorrow. We've got a Bournemouth away, but I want you to come to experience it. You're going to play Tuesday in midweek. No problem." He, so, uh, he said, "We're leaving uh, Griffin Park at whatever time it was. I can't remember. To get to Bournemouth, eight o'clock, for instance." So, obviously, I'm new, like sort of still new to probably driving as well. My mum and dad, we've got that sort of a, a map out, an A to Z map. Right, you go this way. This way. There's, no, there's no sat-nav or anything like that then. So I'm following the. So I've got there. He said, get there early. And I said, get there early. And then you know you can just relax. I've probably got there about seven o'clock. <laughs> so I'm outside Griffin Park in my little Volkswagen Polo. I've sort of gone to sleep a little bit. And all of a sudden, I've seen a minibus go past with like, heads in it. And I'm thinking, shit, I've missed the bus. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, my God, I've missed the bus. What am I going to do? I've come out, got into, got into uh, Griffin, uh, into, the, into the stadium and uh, Wally Downs was in the shower, the assistant coach, and I've gone, was, uh, uh, I'm Steve "Well, was, was that the bus? He's going, sit down kid, we said not to leave it for another hour. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, but when the lads found it out as well, they were just cracking up as well, so it was like, there was a nice little icebreaker, um, right. but there was times where, I had a few rollickings, by them sort of saying, look, you're not fucking at Arsenal now, you know, this is different, this is proper men's football, so, a uh, lot of up and downs, but
0: brilliant, 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 um, experience
1: did you get thrown in at the deep end
0: well my I didn't even expect to be on the bench for my debut um, but I was on the bench first game of the season against Liverpool and Beresford got injured after six minutes and I came on at left wing um, for me playing left wing for Southampton it was it was hard because in terms of cementing my place my end product in terms of scoring goals uh, wasn't great from left wing, <laughs> hence why I got moved back. <laughs> um So I was kind of in and out of the team, and there was times where I had played, but where I didn't play every game. There was times when the man I would st- stay at the dressing room because I didn't feel like part of the team. But Dave Jones used to always drag me in, and um he ended up moving me to left back. And thank God he did that to be honest, because then I kind of cemented my place in the team, and I felt really felt like part of the team. Um, but playing at when I first started, I found it hard to feel like feel like I was really part of it.
1: Yeah. But just that, that wanted to be accepted more than anything. Yeah. Other. And to, feel like, I, and to I was, feel like a first team. player. Do you remember, the? was there a moment or was it like a gradual process of when you suddenly went, no, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a first team player now, that's I, that's who it I am? I was,
0: think it was literally moving to left back. And then I started playing. And then I think Glenn Hoddle came in afterwards and he absolutely loved me. And I was playing every game. I played like a hundred and... 13 consecutive games so you know I was cemented then I played for England so but at the beginning I was so nervous I was a nervous nervous kid anyway I used to get butterflies in my stomach before before every game and I think going to left back and the manager showing so much confidence in me after I started playing left back just it gave me so much more confidence and it's one thing I went to a an event and Glenn Hoddle was there and he picked up on it He said when I first come to the club, he said this kid was lacking in too much confidence, and it was I got the players around him to give him the confidence. And no, yeah, I I appreciate everything they've done for me, to be honest, because otherwise I wouldn't have gone on to where I would have (laughs) been.
1: You're listening to Liquid Football from Joe, uh, together with Paddy Power. There will be a new episode of House of Rugby out tomorrow evening. James Haskell and Mike Tyndall are part of that. I'm sure we'll hear all about Haskell signing to fight up as a mixed martial artist, which is quite a change. You've had a go at boxing, haven't you, Wayne?
0: Yeah, I have. But to go professional, I just, is yeah... I hope he's done done some of it before. Well, what would
1: you What would you say to him? What does he need to What does he need to look out for?
0: So I get, don't get advice from me. <laughs> I probably say, you know mine was for charity. So you know whoever I was going to fight, I think one the first guy I thought had had a couple of fights before, so he's not professional. And then obviously it was Spencer Matthews. But I did notice in my training for the comic relief, I went to proper sparring, and sparring is it ain't no this take it easy they they're obviously better than me and how hard I'm hitting them they step up and the guy who was training me Sam he took me to some gyms to make where I'm going to be uncomfortable so everyone who goes are all the week and there's loads of people watching and I'm getting in with a guy who wants to not go pro but he's amateur mm. they know what they're doing mm. my first sparring session I've hit him a few times but when he's hitting me I'm thinking he's got bricks in his glove <laughs> and he literally <laughs> give me a hook and my eardrum just popped and like, I was oh thinking, oh I didn't really know God. what had happened at first. And I was trying to clear my ears and it was just, I could just feel it, it, air coming out. Mm. So from then on, my, so I had to put cotton wool in my ears to stop like the, the air basically bursting in my eardrum. But I used to come out with headaches. To, um, both kids' parties I had two black eyes. Um, so it's, it's, not a, it's not a pretty... pretty I take my mouth to the people mm. that go and do it. But to go professional... I'm a bit, I just think he's absolutely crazy to be honest. <laughs> I think he's got a little bit of a screw loose. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he's done a bit before, you know, there's the grappling. Yeah, a boy everything. In that. Involved, I mean, you've, it? you've got knees, you yeah, I'd never have a go at it. No, no, cha- no not even no. for charity, to be no. honest. No, no. even boxing, is one thing
2: going to boxing, yeah. throwing a punch, but if throwing a punch while well, you're getting punched as well. That's, that's the bit that and you're getting punched hard I mean when you when you were sparring and you was hitting him I mean was were they, were they wincing at all were they just literally just taking shots and you're thinking
0: I've given my best shot here and I fair, afterwards he did say he hits bloody hard <laughs> oh, but really? then the, the people I was they were like they were going off me so they're obviously better than me so they're taking it up a notch so yeah. he never even went to his full full potential really yeah. he was just stepping it up with me and there is times and you're they're like I was doing three minute rounds and you're going in, you're a min- you think you're three minutes in, you're a minute in. You think the, the, the bell's and going, and he shouts out, two minutes to go. And yeah. I'm just like, I just want to get out of the ring now. Yeah. I think I've been hit enough. <laughs> no. It's, it, it ain't, it's so hard what they do. Yeah, it's, not, it's not the
1: punching, it's the taking them. Sparring's a fight, sparring
0: yeah. ain't this taking. Don't get me wrong, you could probably do light sparring. Yeah. But this, he was putting me in for a fight. He said, this is a fight, this isn't no sparring. I just...
1: Good luck, James. Yeah, I'm <laughs> you are Man. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked uh, Chris Wilder a bit earlier on and how he reacted after that defeat by, by Leicester. One of the other notable points of that was that Jamie Vardy, Wednesday fan, in front of the cop at Bramall Lane, scoring and celebrating the hands behind the ears and yeah. giving it the full... I, I, I like seeing players celebrate yeah. I'm, I'm not for this I don't even think if it's a team you've played 400 times for and you play one appearance for a new game I'm like I,
0: yeah. I think
1: celebrate I, just a, nobody cares what I think but that's what yeah. I think however was there was there one team that you always liked to beat was there one team that you wanted to play against um,
2: Funny enough it was Arsenal not in, 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 and I say that it wasn't a case of right well they let me go and I just I wanted to show them what they was missing or I was pissed off with them for releasing me and things like that. It wasn't that case at all. It was just a, it was just that I always seemed to play well against them and I used to get a lot of stick as well from the fans. And a lot of the fans used to know me as well because obviously we had such a good youth team and, and, and being in and around the reserves and, and first team. But always played well against them and, and scored quite a few goals against Arsenal as well. And I remember once uh, at Fulham when me and Bobby Zamora scored quite late on. I think it was the same one where... Oh, something! Do you remember the, the the video where he couldn't keep missing his hands, missing his pockets? <laughs> I think it Bobby Z just literally put away in the, ba- in the back of the net. And Arsenal was trying to find his <laughs> blood, that he's doing all <laughs> this. But yeah, always just seem to score against Arsenal. Got a bit of stick from their fans as well, which I is think a if you're bit getting poor. stick,
0: it means a bit more as yeah. well. It's poor from them, yeah. but it means a bit more. And I always celebrate as well.
2: All these ones where don't celebrate against the former club. If you score against them, they're just sort of like, oh, no, you should <laughs> To you, be fair, yeah.
0: I wouldn't if I scored against Southampton, to be fair. Did you not? But <laughs> no, I did you not not grew up supporting them, and, yeah. and so that's a bit different. Yeah, just, mix, mix did you score? I oh, mean, I hardly against... ever scored. Um, but one that stands up for me, Pompey. Obviously, being a fan, Pompey, they hated yeah, me. I remember our first game, reserves against them. Yeah. They, the goalkeeper had a spare pair of gloves in the goal and someone jumped on and set a light to them. Just, just <laughs> went up in flames. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't believe it. They, I know they hate both teams, hate each other, but I've always thought right, Pompey could literally overstep the mark at any time. But I remember playing... Uh, for Chelsea at Stamford Bridge, I just got slated the whole game. And I played and I played alongside their fans as well, which was horrible because <laughs> it was constant. Yeah. But all that's going through my head was, don't make a mistake, don't make any mistakes because I'm just going to get slated even more. But it was nil-nil and I managed to score a goal I don't score many. And I literally ran across the whole pitch. <laughs> but as I got up close to them, I had my hands like this behind my ears and then they were literally trying to punch me. I was so close to him. I after watch it back. Joe Cole literally jumps on me and pulls me back because <laughs> I was literally right up against them. So that night, um, I was back home and someone they must someone must have given my number out. I know a few Pompey people that I don't know if they'd had a few drinks and given my a number out. But I was getting frets down the phone. Um, but it wasn't like one. It was like five, six. And it didn't bother me that much. But I thought well, I'd you were still of, answering, yeah, so. I was still answering. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I thought I'd have a bit of fun with this. Yeah. So I got Match of the Day on when I scored the goal. And I went, hold oh, on, mate, one sec, turn the volume up. I said, have a listen to this. <laughs> and played my goal <laughs> celebration <laughs> down the phone to him. Um, but yeah, I don't know how my number got out, but I loved that. It was amazing to get stick like that and score, especially when I don't score many, it was brilliant.
1: Yeah, that's, that's one way of getting your revenge, isn't it? Like yeah. scoring against them. <laughs> um, did you see Cristiano say that you nearly joined Arsenal? this week and yeah. then he played that game against Manchester United mm. and by all accounts the senior players said to Fergie you got you got to sign him up you've got to sign yeah. him up was there ever a, a sliding doors moment for you
2: uh, I, I've had a couple I've I nearly signed for West Ham three times um, literally to the point of deadline days didn't just didn't happen the, fi- the final final hurdle but the main one that sticks out for me was leaving Aston Villa uh, in the January, I'd been speaking to Mick McCarthy at Wolves at the time, that was doing really well, and he said, "Look, you know, come to, to Wolves, you'll we'll play. Uh, would love to have you." I was like, "Brilliant, okay, no problem." So they played Chelsea uh, on a Friday night game. They won one 0 They was in on the Saturday for a recovery. So I've gone to watch the game at Molyneux, stayed over, was in the dress, uh, was in the training ground the next day, having my medical. Uh, all the players are coming in for their uh, for their warm down, and I'm in the I'm in the dressing room. Uh, sorry, I'm in the medical room now with all their with the uh, Wolves kit on, going through all the tests, the knee tests, and and the pushes you got to do, and they're sort of having massages. And be how talking. long are the medicals? They so oh, long. They drag right. on. They drag. <laughs> this this is a good reason why it did drag on. <laughs> all of a sudden, knock on the door. My agents popped his head in, and he's sort of gone. Sid. Need a word, so they've all started. Oh, oh, what's hey. going on? What's <laughs> going on? He's not so signed, signing. He's signing. He's signing. <laughs> so I've gone out and he's gone. Look, Mark Hughes has be on the phone. Fulham, they they want to sign you. So I've gone. Look, I can't go down there and it doesn't happen. And then I've promised yeah. Mick. I said, let's go to your car and we'll speak. So we've walked, literally snuck out the the uh, training ground into his car, speaking to Mark Hughes. Yeah, listen, Mark, he's got. If I come down, I've got to get it done because obviously I've give. Mick my word Yep listen no worries Get yourself down here We'll get it all done tonight All of a sudden A massive shadow Just appeared next to me On the, drivers, uh, on the passenger side And I heard again <laughs> It was big Mick So I've undone the window about and he just, <laughs> just like that. And he in his big voice He's gone Is there a problem? Right. And I've gone Yeah I think there might be Mick And he's gone Come on in. Let's go sort sort it out loud, man. Right. And he just walked off so we've come out, obviously got out of the car, walked in there, and I've gone, look, Mick. I said, Fulham have come. I said, you know, it's back home for me. I said, I was having problems with uh, logistics, with the family and stuff. And he said, if I could get you now and punch your fucking legs.
0: <laughs> did you leg like it?
2: No. <laughs> he, he'd be fair, he did say to me, look, mm. I he goes, I understand where you're coming from because I think at the time his family uh, was, was was down in London as well. But um, yeah, he chased us out. And I, I actually still think i walk, I, I ran out of that training ground, picked up my jeans. I still had the Wolves training kit on <laughs> driving down the m40 to uh to fulham training ground to have the medical
1: so you had the medical for fulham having to change out of a wolf i literally was changing kit.
2: in the in the car out, <laughs> out this wolves uh training kit into obviously my own gear to go into fulham
1: what did you do with the wolves training kit
2: oh, you just left in the car and <laughs> i don't know do you, re- but... do you reckon it happens a lot it doesn't <sighs> happen too much does it the, the funniest one was uh and wingy when Harry's told him to come yeah. down. Yeah, no worries. <laughs>
1: no worries, people. Get over the line. Just come down.
2: Come down, but park up around yeah. the corner. Don't park up outside the yeah.
0: Road. <laughs> Harry's always been interested in signing me a little bit. To Has be honest, he? yeah. But then, like, my dad's a Salampton fan and he was at Pompey at the time. There is no chance I could have <laughs> gone.
1: There is no chance I could have
0: gone. Um, I think everything's gone quite smoothly for me, really, in moving clubs. There's only one. that stands out for me I was at Chelsea when Ash was there so I've obviously second fiddle but I was still playing 25-30 games and Man City were interested and they couldn't get Ashley so they wanted the next best thing which apparently was me (laughs) Um, but my agent was like do you want to go I said well I'm happy I'm playing games I would like to be first choice but we'll go and speak to the manager see what he says and it was Scolari at the time so knock on the door go in yeah sit down I'm like, right, man, City have come in for me. Um, what what do you think? And he just literally looked at me and went, Are they offering you more money? I went, Yeah. He said, "We'll go then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just walked out the room, right? Take the cash what, you congress, guys, take <laughs> the cash was. Was. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, I was laid laid up to yeah.
0: he just he wasn't really bothered. You know, if if he had said, Oh no, I'd like to stay and stuff like that, then I would have had a decision to make. But yeah. he literally wasn't that bothered. So I walked out and like, I'll well, just go then. You want a bit name.
1: from him, don't you? You want him at yeah, least to go. Be, we'll oh, miss you. I'd you to like <laughs> <you> stay, <laughs>
0: or. Yeah. I mean? they, they didn't, the club were the same, to be honest. They were like, we'd love to keep you, yeah. and like, but you are second choice. And if you go, we'd, we're just going to get somewhere else. So It was a bit. It was a no brainer for me, to be honest. It's sort of like a conversation
2: you have with a teammate. No, <laughs> you know, <you're laughs> not even a manager. I <laughs> don't <Yeah. laughs> have any more money. Yeah, yeah. you got to go. Yeah, yeah, got go, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got go, mate. It's, it's, it's the
1: Gaffer's gone to Just go. Has anybody ever fought really hard to keep you?
0: Gordon Strachan, probably. Southampton. Um, I had to hand a transfer requesting. So he said there's no chance you'll go into Chelsea he said I want you here he said you're still under contract you're not going anywhere so it was one of them I, you yeah. know, I think if you had a transfer request in what does it do it doesn't really do anything does it no I don't think it's not worth the paper so, written on that you know my agents at the time who uh, only had half of my career because I changed in them but they like, had a transfer request so I was well, like what's the point like, if, if they're going to let me go really? they're going to let me go but to be honest I think the club Gordon Strachan would have kept me if he could but the club were just happy to take the money. Mm. I think Southampton have always been a selling club, so they were just happy to take the money, and he yeah, was gone.
2: Mm. But my biggest one was Reading. When I went from Reading to Chelsea, a lot of people say that I went to Chelsea purely for financial gains. Wasn't the script at all. Reading actually offered me more money to stay at Reading than what what my Chelsea contract was? And it, it happened very late, and I was it, I was very fortunate that season because I knew I was going to leave on a free. I was 24, I was going to leave on a three. had uh, been no compensation, anything like that. And Steve Coppel, I had a good relationship with him away from football as well. And he said to me, that, just keep me updated the whole time. Let me know what you're going to do, whether you're going to stay, go, or even if you're thinking of what clubs you're going to go to, just for advice. Uh, and it got right to the end. Um, and, uh, and, and I sat down with Steve Koppel and he was like, listen, you've got to go. He said, "You can't turn that down." He said, "Obviously, we would, we'd, we'd love to keep you. I'm, I'm sure they'll come with a package to try and keep you," uh, and they did right at the end. But I couldn't turn.
0: Uh, I couldn't turn Did you find it difficult down. leaving clubs if you were settled?
2: Yeah, yeah, it was because you say you build that. It, you feel you like that, a family. Yeah, you do.
0: You do. I, found, I know it sounds stupid, but going to Chelsea, I found it difficult leaving. I think I even had tears. Mm. If any of you see me on telly, I do cry a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had tears leaving, to be honest, and I, I really wanted to stay. But I think in football, if you want to go on and win things, like at Chelsea, you know, you, Roman come in there buying a lot of players. I, I wanted to go and win trophies, but I do find it difficult to leave clubs because you get so settled.
2: Yeah.
1: Any regrets?
0: No, not really. What's the point in regretting no. stuff? There's no point. <laughs> oh, not no for regrets. me. No, no, not for me.
1: <laughs> We're nearly done. What have you got planned for the week? the uh, kids are
0: still off school. I've no, been week. off for about one 10 one weeks week. <laughs> 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 you can't wait till you boot them back in can you? Start <laughs> yeah. causing take
1: them back to the school game. Sorry, be
0: yeah, to, the to be yeah. fair my youngest is his first year so I can't see that going too well to be honest
1: uh, I was starting school
0: yeah I did say mm. if you're naughty they'll send you home from school and he went I'll just be naughty and <planned. laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, that is it from Liquid Football on Joe together with Paddy Power we're here every week you can download the podcast or you can watch us on YouTube and please do leave us a nice review on itunes later on we've also got a facebook page if you search for liquid football you can join the chat on there house of rugby is out tomorrow with james haskell and mike tindall and tko is out on thursday we're back next week thanks for listening
0: you've been listening to liquid football on joe sponsored by paddy power